it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Get ready. I'm about to do some conspiracy theory. Not really. No one's really been following the story of Representative Marriott, Marionette Miller Meeks, who won Iowa's second congressional district by six votes. The Democrats in the House are about to use an obscure law that's going to let them intervene in a question of 22 ballots that were tossed out so they can unseat a duly elected, sworn-in sitting member of Congress. In other words, they're trying to steal her seat. Her election was certified by the state. There was a recount. She still won. She's the member of Congress from Iowa's 2nd District. But Nancy Pelosi and Zoe Lofgren are trying to unseat her. Then there's the curious case of Brett Kavanaugh. Now the media is foaming at the mouth, screaming and yelling that the FBI, which is part of the intelligence community, right? I'm going somewhere with this. The FBI ran a fake investigation into the claims made by Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, a.k.a. Falsetto, Garth. Now, The media is saying this because it would have been impossible. Given the details, or should I say lack thereof, Christine Blasey Ford alleged that this beer-drinking, white-privileged member of a gang-rape gang had sexually assaulted her at a high school keg party somewhere in the vicinity of the state of Maryland, 35 years ago. Couldn't offer anything more than an alleged memory of the party, not who was there besides Brett Kavanaugh, where it was, when it was. It would have been near impossible. It wasn't like place and If they just excavated the backyard, they might find a 35-year-old buried weapon, the murder weapon. The details were non-existent. And none of her close associates, friends of hers, could verify any of the accusations made against Kavanaugh. So now the Daily Beast and others are running hit pieces encouraging the impeachment and removal of Brett Kavanaugh. We saw the Guam National Guard march in uniform, in formation, to the office of Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't give a damn what you think of Marjorie Taylor Greene. It doesn't matter. It's like when we're dealing with a criminal case. It doesn't matter if you like the person or don't like the person or they look like you or don't look like you or they share your faith or don't share your faith or you think they're a total idiot. They're innocent until proven guilty. 
Now, this is not a criminal case. What I'm getting at is there's appropriate uses of the military and inappropriate uses of the military. The Democrats told us that in the face of riots, it was inappropriate to station National Guardsmen at the Lincoln Memorial. They told us it was inappropriate to use federal law enforcement to stop the ongoing firebombing of the federal court building in Portland, which continues to this day. And oh, by the way, there's another autonomous zone in Minneapolis where murders have taken place. Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats said, when you use these National Guard troops like this, they're stormtroopers. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Marjorie Taylor Greene's crime, her crime, her thing that needed to be addressed was she made a statement, an offensive statement to people in Guam that Guam was a foreign land at CPAC. So the non-voting member lashed together a unit of National Guardsmen and marched them down the hall to Marjorie Taylor Greene's office. I don't care if you love or hate Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson made a comment about the wokeness that's taking over the military. And the response was an official Twitter account was used by a uniformed military officer to condemn Tucker Carlson, to which the Marines have already apologized. We cannot secure the border with a fence, even though the Democrats voted for it in 2006, but there is razor wire and troops around the Capitol. Where am I going with this? Just yesterday, an Airfingers quote intelligence community report was declassified from the 2020 election. That fast. Now, I'm not going to question whether or not a president has the legal authority to declassify information. But this report is very, very interesting because it makes a lot of assumptions. It doesn't mention what agencies gathered, what intelligence, what the intelligence was. It is full of phrases like, we believe reasonably or we reasonably believe, we the intelligence community. It says right here, sources of information. In detailing this, the Intelligence Community Association considered intelligence reporting and other information made available to the intelligence community as of 31 December 2020. Other information? What other information? If you remember, the Steele dossier's validity relied on what? What did James Comey and Andrew McCabe and Peter Strzok rely on to surveil Carter Page? News reports. Where were the newsmen and newswomen getting their information on the Steele dossier? From Steele. Who was Christopher Steele? A foreign agent that was working for the Clinton campaign. Other information. What other information? Where is this other information? Is this information been verified? Well, the key takeaways are insane. 
Russia tried to undermine Joe Biden to help Donald Trump. Iran tried to undermine Trump, but not to help Joe Biden. And China totally sat this one out. Who wrote this report? Was any of this information coming from China? You know where Hunter Biden has been enriching himself to the tune of millions? That has now taken over our pop culture and some of our sports leagues? Who the hell wrote this report? Where's this other information? Remember, James Comey. James Comey, member of the intelligence community. James Clapper. John Brennan, the communist. This is not the work, this report, of field and working agents. This is the political C-suite. Why are they issuing this report now? Well, let's see, 2016, all the information, all the information pointed to Trump being compromised by Russia and the intelligence community led by Brennan, Clapper, and Comey had no choice but to investigate and bring this to an end, bring these perpetrators to their knees. So one of Comey's minions, a man named Kleinsmith, Kevin Kleinsmith, doctored an email. Doctored an email as to remove any information or designation that Carter Page was an asset working for John Brennan's Central Intelligence Agency so that the appearance of his contacts with Russians were not for the good guys, but to bring together the world of the Trump campaign and Vladimir Putin. By the way, the worst that man got was probation. Not jail, probation. When confronted with all of this, Comey, McCabe, and Strzok lied to Congress. What did they get? Nothing. Lied to Congress. The FBI leadership, John Brennan and James Clapper, manufactured to benefit Hillary Clinton, the Russia hoax. This was the intelligence community. And the media reported night after night after night after night that the Russians affected the outcome of the 2016 election and that Donald Trump, therefore, was an illegitimate president. Then came the Mueller probe. And it proved nothing. Not a single person was indicted on a charge related to interference or bribery or treason or high crimes and misdemeanors as it relates to the Russian government, the election, and Donald Trump. They found not a single shred of evidence to connect Donald Trump to anything Russia-related. Now, when Bill Clinton went over there, to visit Vladimir Putin personally and accept a $500,000 speaking fee. Nobody cared. When Hillary Clinton literally, with the approval of Obama, 
and the Council on Foreign Investment in the U.S. sold 20% of U.S. uranium to the Russians. And she did, and they did. It did, 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 did happen. Not a peep from the intelligence community or the media. When Barack Obama trusted the Russians with the removal of chemical and biological weapons in Syria, our new partners, our new allies, the Russians, not a peep. John Kerry, when this all blew up, we meant uh, declared stockpiles, you weasel. There was the Russian reset. There was the hot mic moment. There was the snarking at Mitt Romney, who quite frankly is not the good guy in this. But anyway, they invented the Russia hoax. Now, what's amazing about this report is they say the Russian campaign against Biden goes all the way back to 2014. Donald Trump didn't announce his candidacy until 2015. So unless you believe the Russians were grooming Donald Trump, a man with no political experience, no fundraising base, no base of anything, but what they say, the guy from The Apprentice, that would be pretty amazing that the foreign forces of Russia could groom someone to walk in and seize an office that previously had only been held by 44 other people. Why is it 695 Patriot 9572874? But that's what this says. One of the other things it notes is the pairing of what they say overt and covert operations. Well, if you look a little further into what constitutes overt, which seems to be the majority, the leadership of our intelligence community seems to think that the Russians were able to affect the outcome of the election by posting on Facebook. Weintzik 695-PATRIOT-9572874. But it's very interesting how they, with high certainty, claim that claim that, well, I'll read it right to you. We assess that President Putin and the Russian state authorized and conducted influence operations against the 2020 U.S. presidential election aimed at denigrating President Biden and the Democratic Party supporting former President Trump, undermining public confidence in the electoral process. Wow. They We assess that Russia's intelligence services, Ukraine-linked individuals with ties to Russian intelligence and their network of, and Russian state media and trolls, online proxies, engage in activities targeting the 2020 U.S. presidential election. You mean they were on social media? You mean they were on social media? They were on social media. It gets real interesting when they get to the part about Iran, which apparently tried to hurt President Trump, you know, maybe for the killing of a top general, but they didn't do it to help Biden. No, 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 no. They would never, ever, ever do anything 
to help Joe Biden. You mean the Obama-Biden administration, which gave them the Iran nuclear deal? They, they did all of this out of charity to the world. They wanted orange man bad gone just as much as you did. Then it gets down to China. And when they get to China, well, China sat this one out. Can I see the report on the 2012 election and the 2008 election? Because um, I, I, unless you believe that the Russians and the Chinese, they, they only started interfering in our elections in 2016. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. One point before we go to break. Why would the Russians want Donald Trump to get reelected? When the Democrats, led by Obama, Biden, and Clinton, gave them one of the biggest ace cards in their energy portfolio, American uranium. While Trump was trying to get the EU and our NATO allies to stop buying Russian oil and natural gas and start buying it from us. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. These are Joe Biden's appointees. Nothing more, nothing less. But cue up cue up Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer told us what would happen if Trump dared to question the intelligence community. Play cut seven. He's taking these shots, this antagonism, this taunting to the intelligence community. You you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were motivated I don't know, but from what I am told, they are very upset with how he has treated them and talked about them. And we need the intelligence community. We don't know what's going Look at the Russian hacking. Without the intelligence yeah, the Russian community, hacking. we wouldn't have uh, discovered What it. Russian hacking? There wasn't any Russian hacking. Oh, oh, just one more point from the beginning of this. The purging of Brett Kavanaugh. The purging of Brett Kavanaugh. Chuck Schumer told us about this, too. Oh, Chuck Schumer had something to say about that. Play cut six. Go straight to break. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.